The flyover state sports show is for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on? of our fly over radio show where this is going to be completely uncut unedited beans is going to get this he's just going to post it we're going to send this out to the ether of twitter and if anyone wants to come in they're going to come in this go show is going to be absolutely bananas so scotty welcome back to the show great to be here fellas great to be here i tell you what it's great to have you back like it's our first I'm one recurring guest yeah no our this uh, is what's it our feel like, first Sam? guest well i guess you're Ooh, both saying what's it feel like yes you know what it feels like uh feels great i feel honored what wasn't i the first guest as well probably no um, and helica definitely was the first guest oh yeah but she's a meteorologist oh, yeah. so ha <laughs> got her now you can get uh Anthony Cleekins uh girlfriend back on the show. I know it was the best episode. It's the one yeah, that- she she like actually like seemed very professional, knew what she was talking I about. hate <laughs> that like I tell everyone to listen to that episode and like it will never be better. I like tell them to just hey listen to our best episode ever, and then like they listen to more and they're like wow. Speaking of that, have you ever heard someone be so incorrect about a team they cover and their quarterback? Like, I mean, just in all seriousness, the hope that they had going into the season. And then just to imagine it being stripped away from Rachel and all of the Denver fans. You know what's funny, though? She did say that offense wasn't going to be good. Yeah, that's that. And she said that Tim Patrick was a breakout player, too. So they just kind of lost everything. Tim Patrick did tear his fucking ACL. They lost their best offensive player before the season even started, and she said the defense was going to be the thing that drove the team. I'm she she's right, but she definitely had too much hope in Russell Wilson. I I warned her, said that that needed to be stripped away, but then they then lost. they traded Nick Chubb before the Bradley Chubb. Chubb Bradley Chubb before yeah. the deadline, and now you, they're you know trying to like really rebuild and get back everything they lost with Russell Wilson. Yeah. To, uh, to anyone who watched the atrocity of man that was a 9 a.m. Broncos game, um, I believe it was Lewis Riddick at the end of that game, was like, yeah, man, Russell Wilson, this is like what they paid you to do. This is the difference between like Bradley Chubb being on the team next week and not, and apparently it wasn't. Yep. It, it was not. Bradley Chubb was gone no matter what. So, you know. Whatever. Probably asked to not be teammates with Russell Wilson any longer. Like honestly, did how many high knees did he do? Cross the <laughs> on the plane ride to Miami. Yeah, the only people more pissed than the Broncos fans has to be the Walton family, thinking they're bought this brought this franchise with this, you know, franchise quarterback on it, and then just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, basically trip, golly. 
God, how about Dan Snyder? Dan Snyder has to fucking sell the team now, too. Did it, uh, okay, I, if something happened, I missed it. So what actually happened? If so, there, was a like, there was a report earlier today where he hired uh, Bank of America to help sell the team, which was hilarious because it was B-O-F-A, like, in the tweet. Or never, so, you know, BOFA. <laughs> BOFA, these nuts. Um, And then there was an ESPN tweet about uh, 30-ish minutes ago. I retweeted it. Let me, uh, let me read you off what it says. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia has opened a criminal investigation into allegations that the commanders engaged in financial imperpetuities. Uh, sources confirmed to ESPN. Wow. So basically oh. all that tax stuff that Dan Snyder, you know, had to go in front of the government for, uh, yeah, that was true. And Dan Snyder probably is, you know. So what happened to all this alleged dirt that he like found on like the entire NFL? Yeah, but that doesn't matter because he, he doesn't have any of the dirt on the, uh, on the Department of Justice, I doubt. Shit. He's about to have some dirt on the Department of Justice, I bet. Yeah, that's, he's, he has a team of private investigators currently working on it, so. Oh, man. Are they going to host a parade when he sells the team? Are they going to find at, – at this point, I don't even, like, trust Washington to find someone better, so. <laughs> I, know, right. uh, I know RG3 was, like, all about being a minority owner. So, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> Donald Trump should buy it. That would be really <laughs> funny. He'd be named the Red Team too. By his back part of Washington. Really oh man. So Sam, you said that you found something on Twitter before we got started. What do you got? <laughs> yeah. Man? Yeah. What do this you is got? Via Sickos Committee. Oh. I don't know if either follow Sickos Committee on Twitter. I, if it's the same tweet that I saw, I know where this is going, and I don't like it, but I do like it. So lay it on. They said there are about 1.04 million possible versions of Big 12 football outcomes of where every single member of the Big 12 becomes bowl eligible this year. I I did see one of those, and I didn't like it until I looked at <laughs> it, and it had K-State in the Big 12 title game, so I was okay with it. What? Oh, man. What, Why? What that, that would be so fun. Why are we all the same and everyone sucks the same and is the same amount of good? No, 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 no. We're not all the same. We're just all good enough to win three conference games and three non-conference games or some, like, level of six games. Oh, it, it doesn't matter because we have the best quarterback in the conference. We have the, like – we just talk about it being Will Howard season already, guys. I don't. I don't want to keep burying the lead. Like you're talking to a lifetime Will Howard fan since three o'clock. <laughs> so, uh, this that game this, was no, so like, weird, man. It's not. Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. Who, who no, that was the weirdest weird game I've ever watched K State play. The weirdest game. Yes. Yeah. Just did yes. everything right. That that was the best game, game I've seen us play since 2012 Miami. Yes. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's yeah. Perfect. Like, I've not seen anything. I've not seen us play close to that well in like any other game. I just at any other point in my life, at least. I uh, 
and I I've talked a lot of shit here about Adrian Martinez, but it fit like to me personally, it always felt like we were trying or the like national media was trying to push this like feel good story. And the real feel good story that's been here all along is Will Howard after all of the shit that he's been through, literally just like adversity here in Manhattan, not some other place like people here in town making fun of him when he's going to shop at Dylan's instead of some off in Nebraska Dylan's like that shit's happening here. And that dude put his head down with the way the transfer rules are. He stuck it out, got better, and now is a uh, starting quarterback. Just allegedly, allegedly probably beat out a Heisman contending quarterback for a starting job. And is playing for a Big 12 title game. Funniest thing I heard about uh, that whole situation was, (laughs) I think I told this to Trey. I said he was auditioning for the uh, transfer portal when Avery Johnson comes in next year. I, so I, I actually, well, from a personal perspective, I hope Will doesn't leave just because, like, I, I want to cheer for Will Howard at this point because I've been the guy that's talked an immense amount of shit on Will Howard. Deservedly I mean, so. Deservedly so. Deservedly that dude, so at that That dude point. was fucking ass, like, for two seasons. Like, literal ass. Yeah. He yeah. was like what? It was the Nicki Minaj of like no he he was like Bass. playing at a like bottom tier of like Division two football level. I I called for Nick Ost to get into the game because he was playing that bad. Think about that. Put that into your noggin, rattle it around, and be like, hey, you realize what I just said? Yeah, Sam. Uh, we can't hear you, Wooler. Yep, I don't Wooler know why. Is- Waller is not prepared. Wait. He's not an experienced. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got we got it now. He's back, right. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What I was going to say is Will Howard came in off that COVID season. So he hardly had any practicing, came in, and just was not good at all, was completely unprepared, came in last year when we had a, like a Big 12 contending team and Skylar Thompson got hurt, doesn't make the Big 12 title under – we. Go under expectations, and yeah, like Gavin said, he everyone, every media outlet for that covers K State was calling him an FCS quarterback at the best. Yeah, and man, yeah. he, he uh, you're yeah. right. So, I I do have one question: Was Will Howard the victim of circumstance in terms of like COVID season and having Courtney Messingham as his offensive coordinator? Or was he just bad and then just magically got good? Because I'm really not for sure. I really don't know. And part of me is almost thinking that we had a pro-level quarterback and Courtney Messingham really couldn't get us to do anything. And maybe Courtney Messingham was always just an idiot, which is true. So So I don't know. The cop-out answer here is, like, yes to everything because there's absolutely a level of, like, Will Howard just putting his head down and getting better. And that's the the part that I, like, really want to emphasize and respect because the way the transfer rules are, we're about to watch Jake Rubley transfer out at the end of the season. Like, it's just that easy when things aren't going well to just quit. Will didn't do that. He's got better. I don't, like, dispute that anyway. The change in OC, I – assume helped him just because Colin's a former quarterback. You help someone fully understand the system, all that stuff. And 
I, I just think confidence too. Like, well, I, I don't know why would Will would be more confident now. Apparently he has this just like Jameis Winston complex where like it doesn't matter what's going on. Like I'm just going to come into the game with a reset at like what I'm thinking, which is a great thing for a quarterback, by the way, especially somebody that can somehow recover from what he's been through. Because, I mean, he, he looked over the last two games, he's looked in the pocket. He's been our most confident in the pocket quarterback this entire season. And there's no reason that he should be aside from just like him feeling that way, feeling confident and feeling like he can do it. Dude, that was the most confident in the pocket we've seen a quarterback since, I guess, Skylar Thompson, then Jake Waters before that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 17, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That yes. yep. would have been uh, that would have been 19. Excuse me. Um, I don't know. I, part of me almost thinks that a lot of this is, attributed to the op two things one whenever we made him like run the ball he's just not that athletic and i feel like we're almost wasting plays and i feel like just running a normal offense with him is probably the correct thing to do i know that we made a lot of running calls with him over the last two years i know that we did some of that in the second half of tcu um, but one thing I do want to say is I do want to see him. I feel like there's not been a ton of pressure. Like he's obviously like gotten out of the pocket and made some plays and everything. Like I'm not disputing that, but it felt it for the first half of TCU and the whole Oak state game. It felt very easy. If that makes sense. Like, I don't think we've really had a lot of adversity in those games in terms of like pass rush. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see when he plays a team that has a better pass rush. Well, to that, I think a lot of that goes onto our offensive line. And well, yeah, I mean, obviously. So I'm just saying, what happens when, what happens when the O line breaks down? You know what I mean? Like that's what I want to see. The the I guess my point with that was more of like we didn't think the offensive line was playing bad early in the season. It's just Adrian would hold the ball for five, six, seven seconds in the pocket. I don't think I've ever thought the offensive line was bad at pass pro. No, that, running, like running, I could, you know, you could, you could convince me they were playing below what I thought they should be, but. Right. But like, I guess Will Howard, the way Will Howard plays, getting rid of the football early, hitting his reads, seeing the field, all of that, basically everything that Adrian has proved incapable of from the pocket this year has like dramatically helped with not seeing a pass rush too. So our offensive line was always playing well, but eventually the pass rush is going to get there when you hold the ball for five, six, seven seconds every drop back, and then you eventually get an excuse to scramble out. But no, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Will also, again, not to rag on Will Howard too much. Will Howard also threw one of the worst like passes I've seen. Like <laughs> rolling out to his left that, and throwing the out route behind his receiver. That, that dude hucked it into double coverage with no open receiver and got bailed yeah, out. That was, <laughs> but that's why I feel like yeah, that was the Amari throw from the Browns game. If you guys saw, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's why the game felt a little weird to me because like there were so many like big plays that happened that make the 40 like eight nothing score line like a lot closer than you think it would be like you know you're it's fourth down like on your own 35 40 
And, like, if you don't get that, Oak State has really good field position, like, in a tie game. But instead, <laughs> Will Howard throws, like, a 40-yard touchdown pass. Like, that's a massive play in a game that, like, gets buried because of the score line. Like, Will Howard doesn't throw that interception. Like, we were up 14, I think, at that point. It wasn't a perfect game. We still threw Ben Sennett a fade route at one point. So, I mean, you gotta you got to get your impact that, players involved. That, that play was <laughs> actually there if you put a little bit more air under it. And then Will Swanson dropped. That, that dude somehow was way. Like, that first drive. Oh, man. Ben Sennett yeah. somehow, some way, finds his way into being, like, relevant in our offense, which is really funny. And Sammy Wheeler, too. Fun fact for all of and you Will who Swanson. don't know. Um, I forgot how long it was, but K-State went, like, a stretch of, like, five years or something like that. I think it was since, like, Jake Waters' senior year until 2020 where we didn't throw a touchdown pass against KU. Like, we went, like, four or five years without doing that. Yeah. Because we would just run it in. And Will Howard to Sammy Wheeler was the first touchdown pass against KU for a K-State quarterback in, like, it was literally in, like, five years. Or I don't know if it was – I don't remember if it was the first touchdown pass or if it was the first touchdown pass by a quarterback. I can't remember which one. So – I, I guess, uh, Wooler, Mike, my question that I want to hear from you, what do you do the rest of the season? I'm operating under the assumption that Adrian is healthy currently. So yeah, I, what, what do we, what do you do? What, uh, besides put Adrian at halfback, that's obviously the right answer, but you can't do that because optics. Dog, what if we did do that though? I, that's the correct yeah. thing, but optics and he has well, a girlfriend, you don't have a mess relationship. Oh, what if we did? What if we just said his shoulder was fucked up? We like put him a uh, fucking running back. It'd be electric. So you think Adrian can catch the ball? Yes. You think <laughs> here's God, my thing? We could use him as a running back. Take some more touches off Deuce if we needed to. You think he can here's play middle thing. linebacker? Uh, Joel Landing <laughs> did that like five, six, seven years ago. Oh man. So yeah, Adrian has to be like. 100%, like, not questionable at all, practices all week, 100% healthy. I think they give him the start, starting spot back. Would you do that? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I would. I mean, it's, it's hard to say, but Adrian can, like, throw the ball. That was the first game, like, we, like, we said, we sat down, we're like, we're going to be, a, like, a throw-first offense. Adrian threw the ball a lot at Nebraska. I don't know how much. I mean, he threw for, what, 200-some yards against Oklahoma earlier this year, 240-some. Yeah. It's like he he has the ability to throw it just like Will does. We just haven't seen him do it that much this year. But what I I just like the big playability that Adrian has more with his legs. Um, Him and Deuce are just – can break so many big runs and they did that so well this year but again they have to he has to be 100 healthy to make that call so where where i i agree with the big play aspect and actually like coming into this year that was my concern with this offense was like are we going to be able to generate big plays to effectively like bail us out of just the dead stretches and games yeah which some somehow like toward, it seemed like early in the season where Big 12 defenses just forgot that our super athletic quarterback was super athletic and he like 
never shown the ability to throw the ball and then started running the ball. We found success, but that had kind of like tapered off as far as like the rushing effectiveness, same with Deuce over the last couple games. I think at the bare minimum, it seems like Will Howard gives us different ways to win a football game. Cause I know, I know Adrian like has shown the ability to pass, but like consistency and ceiling, I just put that edge to Will Howard. And I don't think it's a coincidence that, uh, after some like down games, when we got the passing game going, that helped open things up for Deuce Vaughn to like get back to posting Deuce Vaughn level numbers and efficiency. Yeah. So I I would keep rolling with Will. Part of that's me also, just like I I want Will Howard to succeed. I have no allegiance to Adrian Martinez. He can do his thing here. I I, I want Will Howard to be the guy because he just feels like. He's, he's what I want K-State football to be, like, represented by, not necessarily a, like, transfer from Nebraska that's played seven games for us. Unless it's Caden Warner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, for Speaking my money, team. I would have told you last week that uh, I would prefer Adrian to be the starter just because of the experience, uh, and I don't think he's necessarily played awful this year. Um, I don't know how you look your team in the eye and say, hey, uh, this guy has probably played the best six quarters of quarterback this side of an Oklahoma game this season. Um, we're going to bench him for Adrian. And I don't know what happens to your team the moment. Here's the thing. If you start Will... You're playing Texas this week. You start Will, you go three and out twice, you're down 14 nothing. you bring Adrian in. Like, it's like, that's a spark type thing. Right. You play Adrian, and we yeah. get, we get yeah, two and out twice, and suddenly play. we're down 14 nothing. The crowd yeah. starts to boo. Oh, Everyone yeah, starts can. to, like, write columns about how Will Howard needs to be starting the rest of the year. You, you know, you lose to Texas by, like, a score in that scenario. Everyone's like, well, what would have happened? Could we have made the Big 12 title if we would have started Will Howard in that game? Which is a wild fucking sentence um, that I couldn't even imagine a year ago. Um, I just think there's no real upside to starting Adrian Martinez unless you know that dude is going to go out there and fucking do numbers because you're going to be, I mean, for God's sakes, the fan base is one week removed from hoisting dude upon their shoulders and like carrying him, basically carrying him to the locker room. So I don't know. Ooh, we have a new guest. Let's go. Let's get his opinions on alleged Heisman contending quarterback, Will Howard. Will Howard. <laughs> Are we a part of the Will Howard fan club? Maybe Will Howard was trash and still is yeah. trash. Oh there it is. Dude, you know K-State? Like if, if they drop Martinez out there, the first three and out. Booze. No, that's out. what it would be. Like, there's no that, upside. That, 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 that is, that's just how K-State is. That's how we, they've always been. I kind of oh, here's, Here's my problem with Adrian, though, and, like, the narrative around Adrian, because I was told that, like, he was – everything else was his fault in Nebraska, and now he has a good situation. So if he comes in and do- goes through three and outs and, like, hasn't played 
all that well early on this season. Like, I mean, at what point is the dude just like not as good a quarterback as the story is making him out to be? Like, that's that that's my thing with him. Like, if he's getting booed off in two separate schools, eventually the dude just he already got booed off once. So, I mean, that'd be the third time he'd gotten booed off. Yeah. Yes. So, like, uh, uh, we, after so many, how many times, folks? How many times do we have to see this dude get booed off the field before we can just put Will Howard out there? At least one more time. We're, we're tired of booing Will Howard off the field. Like, now Adrian's our guy to boo off the field. It, yeah, not it's, like, booed off. it's like a kid with a learning disability. Like, whenever he gets an A on a test, it's, like, really exciting. But if Will Howard goes and gets, like, a B on the test, like, you're still going to be really excited about it. Will Howard could – yeah, yes, effectively. Yeah. Well, we got four folks for score prediction, you know. We were all dead-ass wrong last week about Oak State. Not even close. Missed the boat. Lost $40 in the process. Not even mad about it, to be completely frank with you. Um, Wooler, what do you got for a score this week? As the Wildcats play Texas, who is somehow ungodly ranked 24th in the college football playoff poll because branding. And favored. Oh, man. They are favored. Don't forget that. They are they are favored. I would does anyone, do you know, does anyone know if Daniel Green's healthy? Mm. The only know. thing I'll say is he wasn't healthy against Oklahoma State, and apparently that didn't matter. I believe our constituent, Mr. Caleb Bean Jubal, said, quote, Nick Allen is an NFL linebacker, unquote. Believe those were his <laughs> words. Definitely not mine. Beans' favorite player in the Chiefs forever was Daniel Sorensen, too. So Beans <laughs> is a racist. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So by the way, Daniel Sorensen, again, I've said this a hundred times. That motherfucker would barely make the team be fucking god awful for three months. Make like a couple nice plays in the last four weeks and do one nice thing in the postseason and go back, get rewarded with millions of dollars to just fucking suck for three more months and to do the same shit. It's annoying. I fucking hate yeah. Daniel Swanson. So uh, I hope I hope Daniel Green's back because we have a linebacker that can stuff holes and stop the best running back in uh, college football. I'm just Unfortunately, kidding. not going to be on my fantasy team anymore because <laughs> yeah, Bijan's awesome. I I cannot tell you, Gavin, how upset I am that I could not out tank fucking Shark this week. Dude, that you, have, you have like 150 points more on the season. I don't know what you're complaining about, dog. Like, that dude's team is AIDS, like legitimate AIDS. I don't know how he digs himself out of that. Dude <laughs> scored. My guy scored fucking. <laughs> Like forty-two points this week in half PPR. How? You lost to a worse team. That's how the system's supposed to work. Or you beat a worse team. Sorry. I, yes, but uh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm like three and thirty something in three years in this fucking league. Let me have Bajin. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck me yep. for trying to be, be to better my team. 
That dude doesn't even have his pick. Gavin has his pick, and Gavin's in the fucking playoffs. Gavin also has the number two overall pick, which I lost. I went from the first pick to the third pick this week. <laughs> fucking bullshit. You were saying, Wooler. <clears throat> anyway. Fuck Michelle. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm optimistic. I think we went oh, thirty-five. That's, a, that's 30. a horrible sentence to utter. Why would you? I'm. Oh, I, I am. I am. I'm so optimistic all the time, though. That's just kind of like how I am. Wow. I think how that, do you live like that? As a case. Yeah. I, I know. And my heart gets broke. That's why I wasn't able to watch the TCU game. I had something else going on, and I was. I just had my dad text me score baits, and. I literally said I could not have handled that game. My heart would have just been ripped out of me. Oh, I knew it was over midway through the third, so uh, it was okay. Just, I gave just up wait till we beat Texas and then lose to Baylor and get knocked out of dude, another big don't even talk oh. about that. Night game, ten years, dude. Okay. Oh, I the ten-year anniversary. I, okay, Let, let's pause here. I know we've been pausing on like a Texas score prediction for fucking ten minutes. I am not going to be able to handle that game. Because I, you, you, it's already it's set in stone. You know, K-State wins this game. This is the line. You're on fucking Fox or whatever. And it's like 10 years ago in Waco on a night game, K-State came into Waco, ranked number one in the nation, and Baylor beat the shit out of them or blanked them or whatever superlative they'll use. And I'm going to have to sit through, like, multiple highlight packages of Lace Seastrunk running through my goddamn defense and ruining my life 10 years ago. We just have to have another good team before 2032. That's what we'll learn if we lose to Baylor. Like, we – these decades – yeah. I hate it. I hate, I hate that that's going to happen because I just realized it at work, like, the other day. I was like, oh, my God, like, it's 10 years. They're going to fucking show highlights of it. Like, am I prepared? No. And it makes me want to go to the game so I don't have to fucking watch. So, are we going to beat Texas, Sam? He's going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm optimistic. My score minus 35-31. Um, you're down in Austin, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Any uh, Any buzz for the game? Any buzz, or do they just not give a shit because it's K State? Yeah, I I honestly don't interact with many like UT people. Um, Good for you. Yeah, well, I, it's a lot more A and M people, which is, is even. Oh, worse. bad for you. That's. Sam, <laughs> so, my only question with your score prediction is: you're expecting Will Howard to only throw five touchdowns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Give us some uh, perspective. So I've watched Will Howard a long time, and I've been a, a lifelong fan since 3 o'clock on Saturday. And with all of that put together, I feel like this is just the perfect regress back to normal game. We lose this thing like 21 – well, no, we're going to miss a PAT uh, or miss a field goal, so give me a sec. Uh, we have some no, odds. Even no, with Zinner back there? No, I, yeah, we I we kicked everything short of short of the twenty yard line. Yeah, like that's good. I I don't know. I good God. Okay, no, you guys are gonna get us fucking derailed again. Like you know, we have to play Ben Senate. 
we like we have to do it. It's part of our offense. Our coaching staff is telling us that he's the best player. They're putting him in a position to help the offense. Our coaching staff knows. They also didn't know that our best kicker on our roster was our fucking punter for the entire season and refused to play the best kicker on the roster. So next time I hear another fucking word about Ben Sennett, I'm going to point out that I can't even get the right fucking kicker on the roster. We're going to lose. done more or less to- – has anyone ever done less to get more recognition than Ty Zentner winning special teams player of the week this week? No. Like, awesome. he made, he made like, two chippy field goals and had one shitty-ass punt. He did shank one. They yeah, shake the but, shit out of that. No, we're, we're losing punt. 20 to 31. We're going to have, uh, like, consolation touchdown there in the end make it feel better. I'm just, like, saying this to make myself feel better when we actually, like, win and, like, not get my hopes up. Uh, Big Dick Wills, he's here to stay, regardless of what happens. Mike Wadusi, what say you? You know, from an outsider perspective, as a Kansas fan, I also hate Texas. Uh, but I also don't like seeing the Manhattan team succeed. Um, but being a realist here, Will Howard's brought a new spark to your offense. I'm actually sad that Adrian Martinez might ride the bench the rest of the year. Adrian Martinez makes me much more confident going into that last regular season game if he was slinging the football, you know, 10 yards down the field, but that's his max. Um, But going into this game, you guys got an elite defense. Um, Deuce, stud. If if Will Howard has a decent game for his new normal, which apparently Mm -hmm. is Patrick Mahomes reincarnated. um, (laughs) I really think K-State squeaks this one out 28-24. I, uh, I have ye of little faith for me. Um, I've seen Will Howard play six good quarters of football in my entire life, <laughs> and I refuse to, like, let myself buy into six quarters of good football. Um, I think Texas is just a more talented roster on a five-game losing streak kind of for a reason. It's one of those weird things. Climbing is like just oppo Prince in a lot of ways. He can beat yeah. Oklahoma, but not Texas. Prince was the opposite. Right. So, I don't know. I feel like Quinn Ewers is probably the best quarterback we've played so far this year. Man, I'm not a huge, like, Duggan guy. Like, I like Duggan, but he's not, like, talented. He's just, yeah. like, a good he's just, player. like, bring your lunch pail to work and get the job done type guy. Um, Quinn Ewers is going to be the most talented uh, quarterback we've seen thus far. I think Texas is probably the second most, like, talented team we'll see this far with, uh, with Oklahoma probably being the first just from pure talent standpoint. Um, I just don't see it. Like, this isn't really even me being, like, a detractor and, like, trying to, like bl- – under like sell the game i just don't really see it it seems it just seems like a really easy game to let go and a letdown and i'm coming I, off I, an emotional high against oklahoma state it like really a, does this is like a perfect k-state losing game it feels it it just feels like 31 to like 17 or like 31 to like 20 or something. 
can we not disregard the fact that we're about to watch like one of the worst Big 12 quarterbacks over the past like two years that started a reasonable amount of games versus a like uber highly recruited five-star recruit highly touted like presumed NFL prospect at one point like can we just appreciate the difference in what we're gonna see on Saturday if nothing else there is one thing I will say it's gonna give a little bit of cause for pause on this entire thing in terms of thinking Texas should just win this game. Will Howard has actually performed well against Texas both times. And we're pro and we're probably a not giving up defense at well that they game in 2020 we were just spent. So like don't even don't even worry about that. But the 2021 game, we could have won that game. So Will Howard's played well against Texas twice. All right, Gavin. Waller. With Ducey. With It is now time for our uh, contractual legal obligation to talk about KU football. So There we the go. Res- as the resident KU fan in the group here, w- Mr. Mike, will you just take us away? Well, uh, I would like to start my analysis uh, by saying fuck you to K-State for pissing off Oklahoma State because this is about to turn into a blowout. But Uh, what if Spencer Sanders doesn't play? The problem here is any team KU faces in the Power Five is more talented, uh, more physically gifted, and this is exactly what we ran into against Baylor, against TCU, um, winnable games. But we were getting manhandled every position. Uh, we have to play a perfect game to have a chance. And I don't like having to play an angry Oklahoma State team that is bigger, faster, stronger all over the field. Um, that being said, um, there's probably a 50-50 chance um, Jalen Daniels plays. Um, I think he's worth four points not completely healthy, but I think he's worth seven-plus points if he's fully healthy. We'll just have to see how his arm is because I'm not in the bean mania anymore. His arm <laughs> talent is nowhere as close to Jalen's. He's obviously an elite athlete, but yeah, for some reason, his arm just kind of floats the ball out there, and it's just begging to be picked off. Um, the weather forecast, if it's rainy, it's a physical game. I like our backs. Um, but for us to have a chance, we need no Spencer Saunders and we need Jalen Daniels on the field. So, Dog, I didn't even consider the fact that it's going to be a rainy game in yep. Manhattan, probably. Yep. Give Texas another fucking touchdown or something. I don't know. Mike, what what is your overall thoughts just as like a as a whole on uh, Lance, Lance Lampole at this point? Uh, we need to back up the Brinks truck and give him what he wants. And um, the only real scare I have is Wisconsin. So I'm, I've been keeping track uh, with how their season's been going because their interim coach, he's he's their he's their guy, he's their AD's guy. So it's his job to lose. But Lance is a Wisconsin guy through and through. I'm not scared of Nebraska, but you know Wisconsin can give him a lot more money, and that's also where he's from. So. He's got to do something to keep him. 
he's definitely put our program on the right track. Um, hopefully, as K-State fans, you're a little worried about it, but. Uh, yes, I am, actually. Thank you <laughs> yeah. for acknowledging yes. that. Definitely am. I think he should go to Wisconsin. I think it's a great opportunity for him. I think that they have uh, like opportunity to build a program that just isn't there in Lawrence. Um, no, in all seriousness, uh, you guys have, after a long decade of paying uh, multiple coaches years after they were uh, actually head coaches at Kansas, it seems like you guys have finally found like a respectable and reasonable coach to at the helm. Yeah, and it's it's uh, embarrassing to say that right now he is the uh, lowest paid head coach in the Big 12 by uh -oh. less than half what the next lowest Matt Campbell gets paid. Uh -oh. He's like 1.8 million a year, maybe two. I think Gutby's the most at like seven plus, but we're going to have to give him. Wait, you know, so the Jesus yeah. Christ of the Corn Belt was the next highest paid head coach? Yes. Dude, <laughs> he dropped the bag big time. Yeah, no shit. He should have cashed out. Goodness. Oh, yep. Matt Campbell, you dumb idiot. <laughs> that dude wasted so much money. Watch in like five years, he's just going to be another typical Corn Belt drunk that's just throwing up at practices. And then we'll get Oh, I'm there. sure eventually Iowa State will start winning again a little bit. But I don't know. He's built a pretty decent program there. They've been in all those games. I mean, they're a little bit of a variance away from winning against Texas, winning against K-State, not looking too bad. So they did. in all seriousness for this KU game, um, we kind of talked about this before the bye, but, like, I think the important thing at this point to, like, uh, cap off a successful stepping stone st season is getting that six win, getting bowl eligibility, going into the postseason. Um, I don't feel like Oklahoma State is the game to do that against, but at the same time, it like, eventually Gundy's you're going to run out of games to win. If Gundy fucking starts, they'll win. It's that simple. Gundy fucking stinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his name was like it's like Gunner Gundy too. What a fucking shit name. Oh, that is also brand for Gundy though. You know what? I'll say it after this. Um, for KU, if Gun if if Gunner Gundy's gonna be the fucking quarterback, you're gonna win. Gundy is Gundy is very Jason Bean like from the minimal playing time that I've seen him. He looked pretty quick, like. But I don't really see much anything in him. He's the coach's son's quarterback. Like he's like never works. Um, yeah. Spencer Sanders also fucking stinks. I've been Spencer Sanders is like the fucking B like quarterback of like college. Like he's never been good, and I. I've never thought Spencer Sanders was much of fucking anything. He can't throw the ball, and he's like kind. He's very much like Adrian Martinez in that respect. Is he? Why do you think Adrian Martinez should start at all then? Uh, be, I didn't even. Say, I said that last week, bro. I, I mean, he didn't play week, a game. He didn't get any worse. Yeah, but I, Will Howard proved to me that two quarters of football like wasn't a complete fluke. Man, you were just like one of those. I need more like than two those... quarters of football to. 
I can't base anything off of two quarters of football, Gavin. You are one of those like 330 lifetime members of the Will Howard fam club. If I based like my opinions off of one game, Jonas Gray would be the greatest running back of all time. So I don't even (laughs) want to fucking hear it. But um, no, Spencer Sanders stinks, but he's better than Gundy, like for sure. Um, this game is gettable because it's in Lawrence, in my opinion. If it was in Oklahoma State, obviously, I think it'd be a lot harder to get. But like Gavin said, K's running out of time to win games. And it's kind of coming down to, in my opinion, Oak State and probably K-State as teams that you might get concerned about their ability to score. But, I mean, if K-State's going to fucking keep putting up 30 to 40, then – that I don't know if that one's really the one to get either, but oh, we we still have tech. It's on the road, but we still have tech. Yeah, that's okay. true. I don't think tech's super good, anyways, either. So, yeah, tech, Texas, Oak State, and uh, K State. Do us a favor and beat Texas if we lose this week. By the way, do it. Do us a solid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, um. I'll just whip out a score. KU puts up points. Oklahoma State probably beat up in Lawrence. We'll go uh we'll go uh 2928. KU gave winning two point conversion to go to a bowl game. Wow. How about that? Wow. Is that with that, that seems Jaylen that seems up Whitewood's alley. He's already done it once. Is that with Jalen Daniels playing? Yeah, sure. Da- Jalen Daniels plays and he guts it out on the last drive. Wooler, what's your prediction? Oh, we'll do we'll do a low scoring affair. It's gonna be rainy. It's gonna be everyone. They're gonna be everyone's gonna run the football everywhere. I guess both defenses kind of suck though. Oklahoma State does not have a good defense. And for being like they were like one of the best defenses in college football last year. To being terrible. I, I was told by Twitter that uh they had injuries, so but we also have fucking injuries, so I don't yeah. no sympathies. And I got I guess they, they didn't factor in they're playing one of the best quarter quarterbacks in all of football. So yeah, I know. Will Howard. <laughs> so all right. Uh we'll do I like K I'm gonna pick K to win too. Twenty-four to twenty-one. Mike, 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 Mike. Rush the field, go to a bowl game. Oh God, I got I got something to say after we get done to, with predictions. You're gonna talk about our student section rushing the field. Yeah, I, I will. I'll get to that. <laughs> that. I mean, I think we're here. I'm done with predictions. I was kind. Of- he doesn't care. He does. He said to hell with KU football. Oh, turd, you got a you got a prediction. I need you on. Oh record. shit! I didn't give my prediction. I forgot. Yeah, I know. That's why we're uh, waiting. Um, Jesus. Uh, well, o- Oklahoma State. I agree with you, Mike. You know, Oklahoma State's going to come into this. I don't care who's a quarterback. They're just going to play better than they did in Manhattan. Um, probably like thirty-five to like twenty-seven. Uh, Oklahoma State. Is that two field goals or a missed two-point conversion? Um, two field goals. I have faith. Uh, more faith in KU's kicker than our own, so I'll give I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Fair enough, Mike. You give your 
prediction I can't remember. Uh, no, I have not. Put it on the record, baby. I'm going to put it on the record um, at 31-28. Uh, definitely a fourth-quarter field goal. I don't think it'll be as time expires. I think our defense is going to force a stop to end the game because we got some playmakers back. Kobe Bryant, I didn't know if he was going to walk again during that Oklahoma game, um, but apparently he's fine. Uh, so he'll be back. Our defense <laughs> didn't help. I thought he was done for the season. He's he's fine. <laughs> so okay. fine this week. Um, Kenny Logan was banged up going into the bye. He's doing better. Lonnie Phelps was banged up going into the bye. Those are our, probably our three biggest playmakers. Um, I think our defense forces a couple turnovers, and I think we win the game with our defense, which is unheard of in Lawrence. 31 hey, hey, hey. Just do a. Oh, we have another prediction. Oh, we got another land. No context. What's the score of the land. KU game? <laughs> but, um, yeah, land, you're on the clock. KU Oak State. Prediction, go. <sighs> he cut out. No. He couldn't cut it. Not in this Man. podcasting world. Not, but what I was going to say is you got to that bye week. That bye week can cause lots of injuries. Yeah, no shit. Beware. All right. Um, but, yeah, so just uh, speaking from, like, field stormings, um, yeah. This is cheating. Oh, It's wait. cheating. But speaking of field stormings, um, that was probably, like, the worst field storming I've ever seen. Um, you know, we, we talked about with Tennessee, like the ingredients for a good field storming, you know, night game, rivalry, team you haven't beaten, a, beaten in a long time, ranked win, spontaneous. And that game was none of it. The um, only thing it was, was team you haven't beaten in a while. I, I mean, we, it was a top 10 win. I didn't have an issue with the fact that, like, it is a big win. It was a big statement for the program. But, like, we are also ranked. So, like. That was also weird. Like, like I don't know. Maybe we should act like we're a ranked team and have been here before because we have. There, there was no, like, I don't want to say suddenness. But, yeah, like, they brought out the people to escort everyone to go around Oklahoma State's bench, like, with six minutes in the game. So everyone didn't, like, descend. Everyone, like, came down and went around like a herd of cattle. And, like, that stunk. It was, like, light outside still. And it was, like, we won the game by 48. Like, what are you storming? Like, you should be at the bars already. Like, what the hell are you doing? Here. My my other issue with the student section, and yes, this is a direct shot at the uh, soft as fucking pudding student section that we have right now. Where the fuck were you guys in the third and fourth quarters of the Tulane game? Uh, you had no issues rushing the field on a 48 nothing blowout. So where the fuck was the last 48 rows of the student section in the third and fourth quarters of the Tulane yeah, game? Yeah, it was hot, remember? Sorry. I mean, apparently Adrian Martinez just wasn't an aesthetically pleasing enough quarterback to watch, but. No, I love, I love fighting our fans. They're all so bad. Jalen attempts to join the chat. 
for like yes. the eighth time since we've been talking about the we've also doubled jay lands and, and mike widosis and none of them can talk we have one jay land that has photo evidence that he is here but the other jay land is faking hi land this is hey, gonna be a mess sorry, good I, thing he's gonna have to edit this yeah this okay. chat is not my phone does not like this video call right now Dude, I, haven't, I haven't used skype <laughs> in like three years probably I was trying to go through um, Safari and like join on like an internet browser. So I just had to download the app to actually get to work. Bro, so like Zoom will cap you at like 40 minutes, which is fucking horse cock. Skype's like four hours. It's like, yeah, yeah, just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry, Jayland. Sky uh Safari U is still here. So you have an app U and Safari U. They're both here. I don't know what Safari U is doing, but it's just hanging out. Double so. trouble. Do you still want my uh Oklahoma State? Yeah, screw it. Just quick fire, rapid fire, right? Go right now. Okay, I'm gonna go 3520 Cowboys. Damn, no faith. Okay. Biggest hater in the game. Let's go. Jalen, do you know Kobe Bryant's coming back for KU, though? What's that? You know Kobe Bryant's coming back for KU, though. You know that? Rest in back peace. This, is, this was first reported here. Yeah. First is it, is it Jalen Daniels? Like, like, you, got, you got the best forehead in the game right now. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Jacob, move your camera down like two and a half inches. There you go. <laughs> hey, now it's just a mouth. Zoom out a little bit. Wait, what? What's going on? <laughs> we can't see a big dog. Like this. Oh. There you go. July 4th, what you go? No, 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 no. Screw it. We don't post to YouTube anymore. What is it going to do? Demonetize us? Yeah. Dude, we like beans came into the chat one day and was like, "Hey man, like this YouTube thing takes like two hours to three hours to render." And I was like, "Yeah, it's like a two-hour video," and he was like completely shocked by it. And he was like, "Well, we might not be able to to do like YouTube like the same posting now." And it's like, "Okay." <laughs> Jacob, what are you doing with like an iPhone two level camera quality, though? <laughs> Dude. I literally just bought an iPhone 14. It better not be bad <laughs> camera quality. No, he's on a fucking potato. It actually looks fine. It's just like, you're just like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you look. <laughs> Wait. See, that's better. Oh, there you yeah. The little box in the top, and now we can see everything. Okay, is it better of, now? Yeah, it's kind oh, of yeah, worse that I can you see good. everything. Go yeah, back to the cool good. Hey, okay. so uh, Chiefs, am I right? We're all Chiefs oh, yes. fans out here. Who do we even play? I don't even know. Titans? Titans. Haven't beat the Titans in the regular season in the Pat Mahomes era. So there you go. Bam. Titans fucking uh, 21, Chiefs 17. Bang. There you go. Both teams offloaded their uh, number one receivers in the uh, postseason. Just uh, the Titans uh, replaced A.J. Brown with more carries to three and a half yards per carry, Derrick Henry. And the Chiefs just kind of kept doing what they have always done, regardless of having Tyreek. So be interesting to see how this one works out. Are the Titans any good? They're on a five-game winning streak, but they're all they might be good enough to win their division, but that's not. That's that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm going to say 31-10. day and age doesn't mean fucking Jack Diddley because the Titans are winning theirs and the Falcons are winning theirs. 
31-10, Chiefs. Kadarius Tony has two touchdowns. Gosh, Shut yeah. up. <laughs> All right, but both of them are passing. No, oh, no. my God. I didn't even think about that. I'm going to have to listen to you every one, goddamn One of them's going to be an 80-yard fucking bomb. To oh, like... I fucking hate this trade now. 80 no. air yards. He has a better cannon than Mahomes. Like, oh, quarterback shit. controversy, maybe. Uh, and one of them's going to be a, a, a run out of the Wildcat formation. Give me a – I don't even – Give a shit about talking about the Chiefs right now. Like, yeah. what are we gonna do? Talk about how Andy Reid is just a fucking wizard off of a bye week. I I do want to talk about Darius Tony fixing his hamstring injury on the airplane ride over from New York to Kansas City. <laughs> so we need to figure out how many high knees he did on the airplane ride over to actually fix his hamstring injury. No I don't know if you guys high knees. He might pull his hamstring again. He, he, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the tweet because he basically just released a tweet saying that he was like not hurt or not as hurt as the New York Giants were, uh, letting I, the world know. And now he's healthy. I, I fully healthy. Yeah, I'm okay. he's I not the with Daniel Jones. I, I wouldn't want to play with fucking Daniel Jones. <laughs> he's like, nope, not doing it. Why would they're you? six Dude. and one? Yeah, I by know the way. Good. With uh, Kadarius Tony's time in New York done, and Kenny Galladay being a fucking trash panda, that stat about uh, what's-his-nuts, Andrew Thomas having more receiving touchdowns than Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay in the last two years is going to live on. Yep. Which is Forever. so goddamn funny. The uh, uh, key to yeah. good roster building. Uh, Chiefs 28 to like 13, maybe. I don't know. We're we're off a bye. This game shouldn't be close. This should be like Chiefs 42, Titans like 24, and never feel that close. 42 points. My God. Yep. We're off a bye, man. Andy Reid off a bye. He's a wizard, but he's not a miracle. The inverse Chris Kleiman. Oh, Jesus. Hey, I want to make sure that during this call at some point we talk about the Dutch Mill fan club because I've been disappointed by how much content you guys have released about when the when the fan. fuck am I gonna when are we gonna talk about the Dutch Mill fan club? Our episode is like two fucking hours long. <laughs> what we need is when the playoffs come around, we need playoff predictions for the Dutch Mill we, fan We can talk go. about I mean shit, it's mid season right now, so we can talk about pull mid-season. Up. Yep, let's pull it up. I, I got my phone right here. Um, I'd you know like what? To, to hell, it. to hell with it. Everyone said the Chiefs are gonna win, so we're gonna fucking lose now. Hey, we are we're favored by 12, 31, 20 Chiefs, Titans backdoor cover in garbage. Let's go. That's what that's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast is here for. That kind of stuff. So the way the way I look at our league just by standings, is I really do view it as a power rankings of Wamigo based team names. Because uh, at the bottom, you obviously have Abilene, who's just chilling out there, hasn't done anything good in the last, you know, decade. They're just dog shit. Then after that, you have the Wamigo Hospital, who can't even remember to hook up oxygen tanks when they give motherfuckers oxygen. <laughs> then above that, you got a couple of chickens. Uh, you got, got Rock- Alley got to Hey, man, it's it's the tie game. Me and uh, me and Rock team. Creek, you know, we're the two that tied on league median. We're playing this week. Who wants to take a guess at what the projected score like for that game is? Oh, I won't look it up. 
I'm going to say like 80 to 70 something. No, lower. Lower, Gavin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is 63.04 for Mo and the Alleycocks and 70.7 for Rock Creek. And is that like with – I have like, to start Tyler Huntley this week at quarterback because I don't have a quarterback who I can start. Have both of you guys like submitted like your like lineups? Like those are going to be the guys you play that are going yes. to right now? Oh. Yes. It, yes. I don't, my quarterbacks currently are Dak on bye, Deshaun Watson suspended, Cooper Rush on bye. And so Tyler Huntley is the only quarterback I have on my roster who's going to be active for, like, the game. Sam, it sounds like you need Sam Ellinger on your team. It sounds like you can (laughs) shut the fuck up. Somebody took that Um, P.J. Walker chode off my team. I I have a lot of faith in my team to win if Deonta Foreman scores fucking 20 again. And if if, uh, Mike Gesicki goes for a – Fuck you to beans and catches another like touchdown again. God, I fleeced him in that trade. I don't care what anyone says. That man trade me a tight end that might end up being top 10 and a first round pick for a one year rental at quarterback. Like, if there is someone in the league who has the least direction for where their team is going, <laughs> it is. It is Beans. Like The by- worst thing that could have happened to Beans was that he got stuck in the fucking middle. Because then it just emboldened him to go trade more picks. <laughs> if he would have just fucking sucked, he could have traded for picks. Guys, we all knew coming into the season that Tyler Algier was a top 12 fantasy running back. Okay? <laughs> like... Beans knew what he was doing when he got here. He knew that the Falcons would be the run heaviest team since the twenty like oh nine Jets. So literally, oh, like two weeks before Ellinger got the starting job, I offered Beans Gardner Minshew for Sam Ellinger, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he rejected it. <laughs> I I mean I can understand why Sam Ellinger fucking sucks. By the way, I don't care what anyone says. So I just I, Yeah. There, there's a. Oh my. Yeah. Why don't we just talk shit on Beans' team since he's not here? Yeah. We just gonna talk shit on Beans' team. Beans' team is fucking eight and eight. <laughs> Literally mediocrity. He's got yeah, like, Patrick Mahomes, Tyler Algier, Lamfordette, Jacoby Myers, Payne, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown is like the thing that's carrying him. Gerald Everett, James Conner, Damian Pierce, and Jared Goff. God, what a who's who. I mean, he does have a lot of players that are producing that I would have really expected to actually be producing as much as they are, but his bench makes me, like, want to puke inside my mouth. Absolute cancer. Did did you guys see how I beat him last week? No. I saw this. He had the second highest, and you had the highest score? So Amari Cooper – Scored like that touchdown, like the third quarter. He it, the odds went to ninety five percent to five percent, five percent chance of me winning. And then in the, all in the second half, <laughs> Nick Chubb, T Higgins, and Tyler Boyd all scored a touchdown for me to come back and and beat him. It, it was it was comical. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, it's just so evil. You also I got the Amari like- Cooper interception to help you out as well. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget about that. Oh man. 
I, I need to get rid of some of these tight ends. I don't I, I feel like I can't get rid of Mo Alley Cox until the end of the season. Who wants Zach Wilson? Me. Is that a tight end? <laughs> he's <laughs> he's a mismatch. Dude, that guy fucking bangs moms. So like he does bangs moms. Sam, let's trade Zach Wilson here. On air, I'll give you Here a we go. Let, let's do some trades with, I'll with give you a fourth round pick for Zach your Wilson. Team. There he is. Bro, I, I don't want to get I already own Zach Wilson in the other league, so I know he's not good. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, he's very good. You don't understand. So bangs moms, bro. Yeah. I'll give you a fourth round pick. And he is like he's the person that killed Elijah Moore. So like I Thank mean God. Fuck Elijah Moore, dude. That dude was never good. You'll give me what? I'll give you a fourth rounder. All right, come on. This is just my second course banquet. So I don't want him. I will gladly. You said you get, did want him. I'm getting mixed signals here, guys. Somebody else I, like I, give me a third. I want him for a fourth round pick. This okay, is the ball. So we have it. no this legitimate. Wooler tried to grab grab DK Metcalf, and he was at least respectable about it by sending him a run throw gift. You also you you also had him on the trade block. To be fair. Oh, is he still on the trade block? Yes. Oh, okay, he's no longer on the trade hey, block. Hey, he wants the Foreman. Only slightly used Deonta Foreman. I'll Sam Allen here straight up. I would take Deontay Foreman. What would you give me for him? Here, g- give me one second. I'm going to join on my laptop here. I don't know why I'm on my phone because now I can't look at Sleeper. <laughs> just, look at your, just look at Sleeper on your uh, fucking laptop, bro. Who wants no, the uh, starting Sleeper running back in Indianapolis? Sucks. The Dion Jackson. We, we, we shifted from a, a sports show to a fantasy show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you are okay with that because, well, that's what you're getting. This is this is the show now. No, I'm. A lot of people play fantasy football. They are begging for our. We're, we're just diving into you know. Yeah. Hey, so so while land transitions from phone to laptop, uh, Gonzaga to the Big Twelve potentially, yay or nay? Is that actually being discussed? Oh, yeah, no. you didn't see that. Pete Thamel reported that uh, York men or however the hell you pronounce his last name, and the AD for Gonzaga met in uh, Dallas, apparently. So, like, Gonzaga Absolutely might not. come to the Big 12 and make the greatest basketball conference to ever exist. Yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with that. There's no reason. On what basis? Mike, how are we feeling about that? I don't know. Sure. Dave might actually get some no. real competition for one. Yeah. What? I Oop. vote nay. He votes nay. He's scared. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. He's scared. What else he do they bring? What else do they bring to Big 12 athletics? Nothing. Not a thing other than basketball. And and I know I know you football school people, you know where all the money is. Football. football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, what if we just told Gonzaga, like, you can join, but you got to, like, fucking have a team. And they just fucking put out, like, a bunch of fucking walk-ons for, like, ever. And it's just, like, worse than, like, KU ever was. It's like K-State, like, in the fucking, like, 60s bad. That's, uh... Hang on, let me do some marketing here. You guys will see it. 
by the way, this is uh, this is for when Beans inevitably, you know, listens to this because, you know, this actually gives. So I don't listen to this podcast because I'm in it. Why would I listen to what I'm in? That doesn't make any sense. I already know what happens. But Beans apparently does, which I think is nuts. But he'll listen to this. Uh, Beans, this is for you. I have already, like, you know, received a uh, request for merch. Because we said we were dropping merch in, like, July. And now it's November. So chop, chop, Beans. I have a shirt. I have a shirt, too. But it can I, be done. It By can the way, be done. I, it can be done. I, I know it can be. Most importantly, uh, I have the market on the non-divorced Tampa Bay quarterbacks cornered. So if any of y'all want some of them, just let me know because these motherfuckers are married, they're taken, and they can also take your fantasy team to a title. So just why did you name them both not divorced? Why not like not divorced one and not divorced two? Because they're equally not divorced. I don't want to like they were married to each other. No, they're they're their own person. We all know that Kyle Trask uh, is obviously just better in bed than Tom Brady at this point. We figured that out now, and Blaine Gabbert apparently is too. So where the hell did we transition to while I was gone for like thirty um, seconds? Well, I was talking about Beans dropping merch, which he probably that that was his job. That's all I know. Yep. Um, and then uh, Gavin said he had cornered the non-divorced Tampa Bay quarterback market. Which I have. Yes. I, I want a shirt, personally. I would love a shirt. Yeah, I know. How I don't know why we aren't making – I don't know how we haven't gotten the ball rolling on this. Again, this is more roasting of beans. But, like, it's free money and free advertising. Like, what's the downside? Yeah, people – our company just gives out hats because it's fucking the advertising's worth more than the hat is. So, bro, we should do hats. It'd be fucking crazy. Hats would be cool. I, I, I would buy a hat even if it was like just for me, anyways. See, so you, you can't like grow out of a hat either. I mean, you kind of can, but like you know, there's shit. That hats and koozies. Hats and koozies. Oh yeah, we should do koozies. koozies. Ooh, I see. See, this is a great marketing like department meeting. Right. Yes. That's why we're here. Hang on. Let me get my yeah. notepad. Hey. So we were talking about Deontay Foreman. Yeah, we were talking about Deontay Foreman. What are you gonna give me for Deontay Foreman? Dude's basically uh, Christian McCaffrey. What? Daryl Williams on IR. What? Yeah, bro. Daryl Williams like stank. He's been on. Stanky. IR. That's why I dropped his ass. Oh, I'm talking about another league. Sorry. Oh. Spencer yeah, I have some uh, breaking news for the pod. Ooh, breaking news. I like breaking news. The uh, Mike Wadesi ownership group faced a lot of scrutiny, specifically from Monster Zeke employees. A lot of pressure to change the name. Um, so as an ownership group, we uh, hit up some focus groups in the Wamigo area, <laughs> and uh, we're officially changing our team name to The Funeral Home. <laughs> because it's, it's fitting. I mean, it does fit. It's, it it's there. Fit. And with that bombshell, 
I'm going to go vomit on a soccer field in a rec soccer game. I appreciate you having me on. Wait, wait, uh, Mike. I do have to say, I do feel like in the future that we could do a lot of business between the Amigo Hospital and your place. So if you ever just want to do some trades or anything, you know, you just let me know. <laughs> I feel no, like it works for me. Traffic. We already have a good uh, relationship with all the Manhattan area hospitals. So um, I think we can set something up. No, no, fuck you. I'm ter- we're terrible at our jobs. We're going to get you plenty of business. Like. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Bye, all. All right, Lane, what are you going to give me for the entrepreneur? You're not going to like it. Just don't fucking send it. Just say it. Um... Daryl Henderson in a fourth. I already had Daryl Henderson. Now you can have him back. I can't have him back. It's the Chris Godwin corollary. What's wrong with Daryl Henderson? What's his uh, defect? Oh, I mean, well, obviously they didn't. They didn't end up trading for anyone at the deadline. I, I just, I've lost all all faith in the Rams. Uh, how about uh, a first round pick? What? <laughs> <laughs> um no that that's more of a joke I, I i don't know why you would get that joke it's um it's from that game of zones episode when the magic are trading with the uh raptors and it's like oh we have Serge Ibaka. what do you want from DeMar DeRozan no <laughs> um i will give you Deonta Foreman for Man, someone take Brandon Cooks off my team. He's scoring too many points. Kevin, you can't outtank me. Oh wait, yes you can. Currently am. I, Sam Long, will trade you Deonta Foreman for a twenty twenty. That's this decade. Five. Second round pick, and I will Megan, throw take in, that. And I will throw in a twenty twenty three third round pick from Beans. Oh fuck! I thought you were actually being serious with the only the second round pick. I was like, you're you're crazy. But. No, that's too much. I do understand that's too much. So you get a you receive a probable mid round third round pick and Christian McCaffrey for Christian McCaffrey for seven weeks. No, <laughs> no. No, I mean, if that's the case, you might as well just come give a third. Bro, okay, shut up. If you were handing McCaffrey for seven weeks, you would trade me that sec. You would trade me that 25 first if you're guaranteed Okay, you're also exaggerating with Christian McCaffrey, but anyways. Am I, though? That dude, Deontay Foreman's been balling, dog. He's been big balling. He didn't have no fucking swing of the Chuba was also out last week, though. Dog, even with Chuba Hubbard in, he scored 15. And then without Chuba Hubbard, he scored 31. He literally doubled his output. So he'll have 60 if the third string running back is out as well next Exactly, year. which is, I don't know, could happen. It's a possibility. Yep. Um, Legend. 
Jacob, I think you take that. You're trying to win, aren't you, bruv? Well, yeah, but I mean. Well, this is a winning move, bro. There's never been a trade on the podcast that's backfired tremendously. Yeah, in this league. Never happened, not once. I also was so close. I had Jacoby Myers and Dion uh, Jackson and a second-round pick traded for Hardenberger's first uh, today, Gavin, and I, like, fucked it up. I fucked it up. We realized it was a bad move. He said, he said, could you add Dion or Dotson? And I said I could add a third, and it scared him off. Um, I should have just said I would add Dion. I got too greedy. He'll be back. He'll be back. Can can we throw in one of my BS bench guys and make it a 23 third? It's already a 23 third. Oh, I, I thought you said that bench guy. I thought you said 24 third. No, it's 23 third. Oh, okay. Yeah. But can I have your BS bench guy still then? Well, well, fuck you. <laughs> well, you have to drop somebody. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, so just counter it with whoever you don't want. Oh, did Jacob, you offer it? CD Lamb's on your bench. Yeah, I'm bro, taking... he sucks. Am I right? Uh... By the way, one of the worst trading decisions I think I've made all season, Gavin, is I had the choice between you and Keller's is second in that trade for Daryl Henderson, and I chose Keller's instead of yours, which is just a disaster. Thank you, Zach Wilson. All right, looking at your bench. Hang on, Wooler. I'm thinking um, Quez Watkins. Um, God, Quez, I hate Quez Watkins so much. He's a morale guy. I'd rather have like one dollar in bad than Quest Watkins, to be honest. Think about it. You you'll never be able to have another guy on your team that starts his name with letter Q. Not unless I uh no. Not unless I draft Quentin Johnston. Oh shit. <laughs> you know what, Land? Uh I don't need your bench guy. Actually, wait. No, I, I would like your bench guy because our waiver wire is worse. Sam, do you want to not start Travis Homer this week? What do you mean by that? Wooler. <laughs> what you thinking? You know what, Land? Literally anyone. I have, I have <laughs> Oh, man. I'm thinking Caleb that. Huntley. We have a deal, Land. Don't even worry about sending I was wanting. I was wanting Kareem Hunt to be traded so badly. I was happy he wasn't. Because it might have so been to Miami, much. and I have a lot of Reem Mostert stocks everywhere. <laughs> I, I have, was like, go ahead. I have a Dion Jackson, and I have a, a Caleb Huntley and a Dontrell Hilliard, all of which will score more than uh, Travis Homer. <laughs> Probably. You could uh, you could send me a pick for uh, Deontay Foreman before Land accepts it. <laughs> oh man, no, I, I think I'm good on running back. I just had a bad week, but but you're not. Hang on, I'll it's take long. I sent you a counter. You sent me a counter, but god, man. Well, are you, you got one player on IR that's not even IR eligible. I'll take care of him too. 
We're the Wamigo Hospital. It's what we do. The guy, Kylan Hill. <laughs> I, sure, I'll take Quez Watkins. I fucking guess. <laughs> Quez Watkins is about to get Sam, what's your record, Wooler? Uh, we are nine and seven. We are, we are, we are on the, uh, barely in the playoffs right now. Yeah, where's Quez Watkins so I can get him off my team? <laughs> Did I not accept that trade? There it is. Happy day for Mo and There the you Apple. go, Wooler. It's beautiful. Beans, this is the part of the show where... Uh, Don't just look at the name. Oh, my God, you guys actually did it. Jesus Christ, I didn't actually think you'd pull it off. I don't know why you didn't. Because... The only other person I can play is Jarek McKinnon now. <laughs> I guess you could play Mac Hollins. Wait, Gavin, do you, do you have strong opinions about that deal? Yeah, I just sent it. Gavin, I, I don't think I can trade for someone I'm going to start a third round pick for someone will start one week. That's what a third round <laughs> rookie pick is. Reginalds. No, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, just pointing it out here. And plus, it's a late third in a 14 team league. Like Caleb Huntley's, he's getting like 15 carries a game. He got 16 Dude, carries. I'm, at, I'm, I'm projected to score fucking 57 now. This is this is rough out in these streets. All right, Sam. DeAndre Swift? Two-fourths. No. I don't want DeAndre Swift, actually. Uh, Two-fourths for what? No, wait. All right, either, Sam. Two-fourths for, for Caleb Huntley. <laughs> I actually don't have fourth-round picks. I'm pretty sure that those Wooler? just get hucked into deals. For Caleb Huntley? Yeah. Send him my way, and I'll, I'll chew on it, Gavin. Maybe chew, chew on, on it. it. No, you we'll said it Hey, how about a fourth-round pick for Matt Ryan? So, uh, so, you, so you can have Sam Ellinger's. Dude, I got I need, I need to get like. He's not even the backup. Nick Foles is the backup. Hey, shut up. <laughs> hey, Jacob, dude. just so you know, even if Matt Ryan was hurt or wasn't hurt, he was still benched anyways. We just wanted to clear that up and get that out to the media so there was no confusion. <laughs> I need to get Ryan Tannehill for the Colts quarterback next year, too. <laughs> Oh, uh, Waller, you got a trade sitting there for you to chew on. It's a gorgeous right now. I think he's saying, <laughs> fuck with you, man. I don't give a shit. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? I, I think this is a perfect segue into draft talk. Am I right? Or am I right? Oh, yes. Yeah. I want to talk about some draft. This class sucks, except Vision. Fuck Bijan. you. Fuck it. The worst part about this whole thing, Gavin, is that you're going to get Bajin and Gibbs, and it's going to piss me off. I mean, if I didn't get the second pick, like, whoever takes Gibbs next, I'd just take the tight end and, like, everything would be okay. You would take the – you take Max Meyer at three? I mean, yes. God, you are a crackhead. He's fucking good, bro. Fuck! I'll oh, wait, no, that's Brock, Brock Bowers that I'm thinking of. He's the next class, isn't he? Yeah, he's yes. next year. Fuck! All right, never mind. We're screwed. This class sucks. Wait, who the hell is Max Meyer? I hope you know that there's a zero percent chance. Max Meyer is going to end up being like TJ Hawkinson, probably good in NFL, bad in fantasy. 
Hey, I have TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> yeah, all right. Viking now. Land, yeah, Land, I want your completely unbiased thoughts on him being in the Vikings now. Um, I think, like, for fantasy purposes. Yeah, I don't care about football. I, I think it's a pretty better. lateral move. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. I, I mean, Irv uh, Smith is fucked now. Like, Irv, Irv, Irv Smith, Smith is, is going to be a free agent after this year, I'm pretty sure. What's ironic? Then he can't get healthy. He went from one team that, like, used other tight ends to another team that, like, uses other tight ends. So, I'm not really sure what it does for him. He'll score more touchdowns in uh, Minnesota, but um, I don't know. I, I liked it for him. It's not like uh, Detroit was going great for him anyways, so. Him and ASB just ran too many of the same routes. Occupied yeah. too much of the yeah. same field. He's redundant in that sense. Yeah, uh, Jamison Williams getting healthy is going to help that team out significantly. Dude, they are not going to play Jamison Williams a fucking snap this year. No, okay. I, I'm, yeah, just generally. Okay, can we talk about the Lions for a minute? Yes. Okay. And I, I will say I'm not, like, well-versed. I know their defense is horrible. I'm not well-versed in what their offensive line looks like. But the best in football. It is? Okay. Yes. Then this proves my point. They are like not that far away from being relevant. Like I yes. uh, no, unless it just comes down close. to coaching. And that yes, they have they have the pieces there on defense. They just don't have everybody loves Dan Campbell, and I know that like the other pieces deserve blame here too, but like there's nothing there to say that like their coaching staff isn't a major issue. Like the talent's there at this point and it's going to be there after this year's draft. That's like why I just didn't think the TJ Hawkinson trade made like any sense to me personally. Um, From Detroit's perspective, it does. Cause you're like pretty close to having to pay them. And I mean, they were playing, uh, they were rotating tight ends anyways, for whatever fucking reason. So like, if you're well, not going to use TJ Hawkinson, but you're going to have to pay him. Like, just trade him. They got a second and a third round pick for him, which is probably, ironically, where he should have been drafted in the first place. So, like, they get a redo on a rookie contract and don't have to pay a tight end they weren't. I mean, maybe there's – I mean, would it, would it shock you if they just drafted fucking Max Meyer? Yeah. No, I mean, like – their yeah. plan is to fucking draft Max Meyer or wait one year and draft Brock Bowers. Yeah, I, I, if I was saying. them, I'm just drafting on that defensive side because, like, really it hasn't mattered who they played at tight end. They don't really use any of them because, like you said, Sam, a Monroe St. Brown kind of just demands all of those targets in that part of the field. Mm. They need just other types of players on their offense, and their offense really I'm not worried about anyways. They so. need DeAndre Swift to fucking stay healthy is what they need. Never stayed healthy. I don't know why we bank on that, but apparently Jamal Williams just can't be counted on. Dude, uh, isn't Jamal Williams' deal done after this year? Yeah, he had a two. Yeah, yeah dude. Are they a prime, like, second-round running back target team? Oh, man. Hey, is gonna be they don't, don't talk about that. I'm trying to sell DeAndre Swift after this season. Well, I'll take him to sell the beans. Well, okay, but, like, we're talking about a running back that takes, uh, like, D Jamal Williams' role. Not DeAndre Swift's. Talking about like a Caleb Huntley type? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking like I'm talking like you draft Tank, Tank Bigsby, right? Like a guy yeah, like that. Caleb Huntley 3.0. I know. Or like, or like Deuce Vaughn. 
Um, I don't think Deuce Vaughn adds any thunder to DeAndre Swift's lightning, to be honest with you, <laughs> to be completely frank. But uh, God, I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen to Deuce. You think he declares after this year? I'm really not sure. He really like his numbers really have been like kind of disappointing. I mean, I yeah, obviously last week happened. Where, I mean, there's like a two game stretch there where it's just kind of like mm, we didn't really do anything, did we? Like Iowa State, we didn't do anything. Hey, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna feed that dog? Uh, no, she has been slowly eating her food, but then I look at her when she starts eating because she's a mouth eater, like open mouth chomper. Oh and, my god! And it's loud. And I'll look at her, and she looks at me, goes in the other room, and then we repeat this a couple times to the point that she thinks that she needs to go outside. Yeah. Hey, I have a conspiracy theory that Gavin and Sam are actually in the exact same apartment right now. Sam Long. <laughs> I mean, we're just in a, a normal apartment. I feel like this is pretty normal apartment. Yeah, like insert literal, just like small Kansas town apartment. G- generic and apartment one and generic see, apartment two. My apartment, this is like when you when you live with a woman, this is what it turns into. I, I was going to comment on it, Sam, but I, I like, I didn't, I didn't have the heart you, to do you, it. You get, you get pink throw pillows and you, and you like. I mean, they, they look nice. I mean, like, what I'm not going to fucking knock it. Why is the blanket light flat on the bed? Like, how'd you do that? <laughs> how you do that? Imagine how you do you, that? You come home from work and it's just like that, man. It just, it just <laughs> happens. So happens I do have a question. If you had one lamp on one side of the bed, would the bed tip over or like would it stay where it's at? Like the, the whole room would actually start to. Tip. Okay, I, the center of balance yeah. thing was what I was concerned about. Yeah. So. <laughs> the difference between the two Sams here is, you know, Wooler's got like you know the mail to what that keeps everything kind of like nice and spiffy, and you can just kind of point that camera wherever he wants. I had to like make sure there wasn't fucking trash yeah. in like my. Yeah. Wait for this, guys. Wait for this. This is a what lamp. the fuck is that thing? <laughs> a lamp? What? No, bring that back immediately. The, the difference is one. I thought Wooler, that was a fucking loofah. Yeah. <laughs> one Sam has a like poodle a- for a lamp, and the other Sam has a thermostat that looks like it was put in in 1930. So he also has a uh, dinner from Taco Bell just sitting on the counter that he hasn't thrown away yet because his garbage can is full. <laughs> I also have a real poodle right here. Oh, yes. <laughs> Denny, you want to come up here and help on? Come on. There you go. All right. I feel like this is about the time. Okay, Jesus. Very much. I feel like this is the time where Beans would ask some dumb question. <laughs> so I'm going to ask it. I actually thought about this one, right? Fuck Ben Senate. <laughs> Good job, Sydney. So, gentlemen, as you know, it's November. And everyone and everyone from the male community knows what November means. Not no shave November, no nut November, right? I'm participating. <laughs> Anyways, this got me thinking, right? If K-State was guaranteed to win the national title in football, but you couldn't wank it like the entire football season from beginning to the national title. You know that if you don't do it, K-State will win the Natty. Could you do it? 
Question. Am yes. I, like, just me? Like, no help? No, you can't You can't break one nut this entire time. You okay, yeah, I'd still do it. But. In the spirit of um, in the spirit of the actual rules, you get like one wet dream a month, but that's it. Well, that's biology, so yeah, that's why you get one a month. But you can't God, bust that, that day is going to be the awesome. entire football season. So from basically September to like mid January, could you do it? I know you want to do it. Could you do it? I I could do it. I yes. don't think I could. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I genuinely don't think I could personally. I think it you guys suck. are over. I think you guys are overestimating your self control. Hey, hey! In in 2012, I I, I did it anyways, and it didn't even work out. <laughs> <laughs> I made it well, to like actually that 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 Baylor week was the first time it happened, Jay Land. <laughs> <laughs> I made it to like this season. Let's see, that Saturday, I made it to like 8 p.m. that night. So that was pretty good. I I'm just saying, I like want to believe I could, knowing what's at the end of the tunnel. It wouldn't happen. I don't know when I would fail. It Sam, here's the thing you gotta consider. Like, could you imagine? Like doing it, that good feeling you'd get, but then pulling up your phone and realizing that you just got a notification that our starting quarterback just died in a car wreck. Like that's just post nut clarity, man. Hey, the end of the tunnel reference made it a little too vivid for me. I'd like to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right there. I mean, it's a layup. Yeah. By the way, speaking with layups. Our basketball team looked not terrible. No one was there to see it, but it looked not terrible. I did have to laugh at a game where nobody was there to watch it. They made, like, such a big deal in the post-game pressers to, like, thank the student section, which, like, I get it. There was, like, 10 people there, but, like, I don't know. Maybe we could just, like, save the massive thank yous for, like, a game that deserved it. That kind of cracked me up. Hey, man, but it's, it's absolutely something that you're going to see from Tang, like, every single week. So Yeah, you already said that they were going to do it every week. So Yeah. I, like, after the last couple of years, like, and, and once again, everything we say during whatever you want to call this, I guess, a segment. But everything we say takes into account that we are playing a very bad Division two school. Um, hey man, they which, Northwest Missouri State last year. A quick fun fact: my first cousin is dating the son of Washburn's head basketball coach. So, um, do you have any inside knowledge? Well, she's fifteen, so I sure hope not. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, no, I I just forgot like what it was like to just see someone over the height of six, six, be able to catch a ball and look athletic with it. And it was just so refreshing. I mean, even like, even going back to like the big 12 title season in 2018, 2019, like I'm not going to sit here and say like Dean Wade looks like a, a big athletic guy, even when he like caught the ball or anything like it, it's been so long since like we've just had mm-hmm. anyone that can look like some of the guys we had on the court last night. So I just a- remember Gerald Colbert, did like a pick and roll on his first offensive play, 
got the ball and just fucking flushed it. And I was like, Davian Bradford would have gotten stuffed by the rib on that. Dude, once that guy gets 25 more pounds on him, first team. Dude, that guy looked like a He's already got a lot of weight, too. Yeah. That guy looked – Colbert looked like a fucking force. He's like a Dude. sophomore, isn't he? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I hope he gets some PT this year, but all right, homies won for the future. We look like a team last night that won't finish last in the Big 12, and that's all we got to do this year. Until Gonzaga comes in. And, uh, <laughs> all right, with that, guys, I got to go. He's got to go. Appreciate Good luck, you, Wool. Gavin, have fun with those two fourth-round picks. He did it! Wow, oh, that was shit. a cool Baseball draw. game's on. Land, what are we thinking Uh, well, the first game I watched, not drunk, was last night. Um, <laughs> well, that game stunk. Get drunk. I, I don't know. I, I'm struggling with baseball, man. The, the it Royals sounds like got, he just does not care. Dude, the Royals have got to do something to get. I've been saying it back into to baseball and here's the thing for me and this goes for pretty much any like average baseball fan if your team is not in it it's just so hard to like watch and that just like for for football it's just not that way at all like I could be a KU fan and I know for a fact that I would like still be watching football day in and day out every Saturday and Sunday Royals got to figure it out but, but will they? I hope this. Maybe. I hope the Phillies win, though. Dude, I will say, I really, really, really want Bryce Harper to win the World Series. I feel so bad for him. He gets so much unnecessary hate. Dude is so good, and people just don't like him because he's a hothead, and it's sad. He is kind of a d bag, but yeah. No, yeah, I, I mean, he's a frat dude playing fucking baseball. Yeah. But, like, I feel so bad for him because the Nats won that World Series immediately after he left. And, like, he just got dogpiled on for that. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? No. I, baseball actively moves the needle. Like, actually, probably it's probably, like, a negative to me as far yeah, as, like, arousal. Baseball. I just oh, don't – I've, I've never understood it at all. And that, like, includes when the Royals were good, bad. Like, just baseball never never it's aroused me. It's because the Yankees were really good for forever and New York's a major media market. That's what it was. If the fucking, like, Royals were around in the 20s and they were really fucking good, like, no one would give a shit about baseball. What? One one thing I am curious of though, Jacob, is uh, did you come here to us with a hot take for the greater media world to get okay. out there in eight months to prove that you were right? Well, the answer was no. So, what can you think of? No, the top no, 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 no. Just, just give me a second. Um, give him a minute. Hot take. In three years' time, Deuce I mean, Vaughn, it could be like next week too, but Deuce Vaughn 
top 15 fantasy running back in three years, within three years. Wait, you can't just like aimlessly say that like the industry does and expect to get away with it. We talk in PPR or standard because those uh, are two P- different games. PPR, of course. Okay. I got a, I got a scorcher. This one will be a shocker to anyone who knows me personally. I got the Lakers figuring it out a little bit. Stop it. Getting they, into the playoffs. They're going to fuck around. Russell Wilson. Or Russell Wilson. <laughs> Russell Westbrook winning sixth man of the year off the bench. Sam, you didn't need to correct yourself. They're the same person. They um, both stay. Oh, we did it, folks. Um, we did it. What do we got? A trade has been completed. But yeah, I got Russell Wilson, the sixth man of the year. As he comes off the bench, and puts up ludicrous numbers. That is oh, a scorcher. And bad. I don't know if I can uh, be on board with that, but I mean, I think that would be cool. I mean, well, it's a hot take, fan, my guy, but... bro. You gotta, you gotta go out on a limb. There you go. By the way, I don't think Baltimore is getting or Baltimore is paying Lamar. I think he's walking. Where would he go? I I don't know. I I it doesn't feel it feels like they're just happy that they got rookie contract Lamar, and I like. I a I think Baltimore's smart enough to not just like plunge themselves into like mediocrity of a quarterback that can't exist on a resetting the market contract, and b like I also don't think Lamar has like done enough to prove that he deserves that this year. Seattle. Oh my God! Wait, what? How? No. Excuse me. What? Are they just gonna pay him then? 16, 17, 18, 19, Yep. No, so I'm, um, is it not what are seven you? years? What? I'm so. What are you confused, confused about, Sam? Okay, so I got, I got a tweet sent to me. What's that? I got a tweet sent to me, um, from Net or from Box. And apparently, Northern Illinois has a guy who redshirted in 2015 who's still on their team. So he's an <laughs> eighth-year senior. Let's go. I, that is incredible. That takes skill. Bro, dude better be a fucking doctor. Jesus Christ. Eight-year senior. Oh, oh my god! All right, I think I think that's the end, right? That's all yep. we can do. That that's all that I brought here to the table today. I didn't bring fucking anything. We've just been talking for an we've hour. Been fuck, we've just minutes. been fucking around until we found out. That's that's the radio show, bro. Yep. All right, if you're still listening, and I know you're not, uh, fucking listen to the next one. Am I right or am I right? I'm right. I've been Sam Long. We've had Mike Waduce. We've had Scott Wola. We've had Jay Land. And we've had Gavin, who's been using my namesake this entire time.
I just wanted to create confusion with multiple Sams. Well, I'm glad you did. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. It's been real. It's been fun. But it's not been real fun. Hopefully we can do this again. Who's got a last word? Uh, it's Will Howard season, folks. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Amen, brother. And with that, we'll see you next time. If you've listened long enough, you know what to do afterwards. Fuck Bosco, boys. <laughs> <laughs>